Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm really excited today because we have an amazing guest on the show and we have all of our co-hosts out there waiting to ask our amazing guests some great questions. So welcome back. I think this is our fourth week back together for this season, Kev. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. Hey Brandy, how's it going? I'm good. How's it being back in Canada? Love it. It's awesome. Yep. Because <laughs> it was winter in Australia, so I get to see the sun again and um yeah, it's really, really good. I played in a baseball tournament on the weekend, and I look like a lobster now, so I guess I wasn't ready for that. Hey, <laughs> a lobster, that's pretty good, eh, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Where are you now? I landed in Chicago this morning, so I'm just here for a couple of days for a board meeting for Teen Wealth, and uh, yeah, it should be good. That's awesome. So I know we always kind of do this at the beginning of the show, but hopefully we have new listeners this week. Um, and for those people tuning in that might not have a clue what Teen Wealth is and we're looking for maybe a cooking show or something else, um, <laughs> I love when you just kind of give your, your vision and, and your, um, you know, your, your breakdown of what Teen Wealth is and what we're trying to accomplish here. You want to just kind of share that again? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Team Wealth Radio came out of a nonprofit that I founded uh, with my business partner, Ivan Oglesby, a couple of years ago. And uh, we just were looking for a way to help young people struggling with their self-worth, their self-esteem, give them a reason to be inspired and get up when they're having bad days and uh, try and figure out some ways to solve some of the problems that we all face in our teenage lives and on throughout our lives. And, and uh, yeah, it's a great nonprofit. We're really enjoying it. We're helping kids all across North America right now who are struggling to find themselves and love who they see when they look in the mirror and figure out how to live the life of their dreams. So that's what we focus on now through an entrepreneurship program. And Team Wells Radio came out of that. So hopefully we can reach more people that we can't reach in the high schools currently. But we will soon because we've got our online program launching. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, lots of big things coming up, right? Yeah, very, it's very exciting year, too. I love it. Well, after Chicago, I'm flying to L.A. and speaking to uh, 2,000 teens at uh, the LEAP membership program. Uh, it's very exciting. It's run by Bill Dorfman, the billion-dollar dentist. Uh, this oh, gentleman okay. helps a lot of youth each year, and I'm going to be speaking alongside some big names. Eva Longoria is there. Anthony Hopkins is there. A few of the Clippers, a couple of the Lakers are speaking there. Michael Strahan, and I'm a big football fan, so you know that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully that'll that'll be well. And I know Ewan's out there. Ewan, are you with us right now? Yeah, Ewan's here. Hello. Beautiful. <laughs> and we, we have a special guest uh, joining us alongside Ewan, and that's his fiance again, Mrs. Bromwyn Peach. <laughs> She's back in the house. We're excited to have her again. Thank you, Brandy. How are you? I'm, I'm better now that you're here, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess without any further ado, we should get to our feature attraction. <laughs> It's a really amazing woman that I met a couple of years ago in an event, and I was blessed enough to receive a signed copy of her book at the end of meeting her. And she's got, she's a tiny little petite thing that's got more passion and vibrance in her pinky finger than a lot of people I know have in their whole body. So we're really excited to welcome Cookie Lowe on board. Hi, Cookie, are you out there? <laughs> Hi, Brandy. I'm glad to be on your show. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks. We're glad to have you. Um, so for everybody, can you just tell everybody kind of who you are, a little bit about your background and uh, why I got so fortunate to meet you? <laughs> <laughs> My background, I, I grew up in Namibia and um, I, uh, my parents passed away when I was quite young. My mother when I was 17 and my dad when I was 19. And um, my dad was very ill when I was 15 and we had a photography business, so they took me out of school at 15, and, um, and I helped run the photography business with my mother. And um, once my pa parents passed away, I moved to, back to Germany, where my parents originally were from. And, um, you know, life is strange, has strange ways of, of sort of connecting us to our, uh, to our purpose. And I was, um, I came back to be a photographer and working for my uncle who bought our photography business, and I went up uh, to do a photo shoot 
in a small plane. I'd never been in a small plane. I was just so excited. I thought this was going to be fabulous. And um, fell madly in love with flying and decided that I would get my pilot pilot license. And um, then couldn't afford to fly as much as I wanted to fly because it was expensive even back then. And, and um, decided I would go for my commercial license and get paid for what I would love to do. And I don't know how many of your listeners have sort of, um, you know, had thoughts or have left school early, in, in, early on. And I certainly had very little qualifications to become a commercial pilot. But what I did have was an incredible passion to follow my dreams and, um, and the determination to do whatever it took. And that's how I eventually ended up becoming the first female airline pilot in South Africa. That is so incredible. I love it. I love, I love that. I can hear the passion in your voice. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, we have a lot of youth in our program that uh, have lost one or two parents or have lost siblings and have gone through that. What, what, what kind of, um, what kind of struggles have you emotionally dealt with since then from losing your parents at a young age? Like, did you get a chance to say goodbye and, or is that always kind of stayed with you? Because I know you're a parent now. Um, how did that affect you emotionally as a young person? Um, no, I didn't get the chance to say goodbye to either one of them. It was quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother actually committed suicide. And mm-hmm. my dad, um, uh, we were playing bridge and he dropped dead while we were playing. Oh. So I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. But, you know, I think you always have a choice how you process things. And I think I always joke and say, I think I was born with, with happy genes. <laughs> and because I, have, I seem to have the ability to sort of focus on what brings me joy rather than what makes me sad. And I think we always have that option. Mm. And, um, you know, sometimes people get stuck in, in their story. And you only have one life to live, and I think you just need to go for it. I love it. You know, I, I appreciate that you are are able to share that kind of thing with us because we have we have had quite a few students in our programs, and I'm sure they're listening right now that have been either struggling with suicide in their families or or contemplating it themselves. And and that's one of the biggest goals of Teen Wealth is to find out how to stop kids that are um, considering that because it's it's I mean it's a difficult thing and it's happening a lot in our culture. I mean always there's so many people that are struggling. So I and people are so afraid to be open about it. So I really appreciate that you are able to come on and talk to us because you're going to help some young person out there that's uh, struggling. So thank you. And I think, you know, it is terrible when it happens to you and it takes you a while to recover. But I think, you know, the the easiest way, I think, to to get over something really sad is to figure out what you actually want to do and then go for it. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so okay. So you started photography, went into an airplane, fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. Like, what did that feel like when you first found the airplane and found that that was your thing? Like, did your skin tingle? Like, what was it? <laughs> well, it was actually quite funny because we finished the photog- uh, the photo shoot, and the pilot said to me at the end of it, he said, and it was over the Namib Desert, which is an absolute beautiful part of the world, and we were flying into the sunset. As, as we finished the photo shoot, he sort of turned the plane and we're flying into the sunset. And this was like this huge orange ball that was descending into the ocean. And he sort of jokingly turned to me and said, would you like me to fly you into the sunset? <laughs> oh, what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> and I really just pushed the stick forward and we headed straight for the water. And I have, truly have to say, I have never felt that alive. I was, every part of my body was vibrating with excitement. And he sort of leveled the plane off low over the water and we were skimming across the water. And it was just the most exhilarating feeling. And I, you know, by the time we got back to the airfield, I just thought to myself, I have never felt this excited about anything. I'm going to do this. And I think so often what's so sad, people get excited about something and say, oh, you know, I always say when you see something that really excites you and you say, you know, what do you do with it? Do you follow, as I say now, the cookie crumbs or do you say, oh, I couldn't possibly do that, you know? And most people say, I couldn't possibly do that. What do I, you know, I left school when I was, you know, 15. How can I become a pilot, you know? But it didn't even occur to me. And it was at a time when you didn't have internet and you didn't have, 
you know, you couldn't have do a lot of the research that you would do today, which I think is quite fortunate because I just thought, I'm going to do this, take Hello High Water, I'm going to get, get my license. And I felt hopelessly the first time I went for my exam. Well, I, I, lo- I love it. I love the flying into the sun. I love it. Oh, my gosh, this is very exciting. We, we have to jump to commercial break, but as soon as we get back, okay. I want to hear all about your pilot's exam. <laughs> so for mm-hmm. all the listeners out there, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Teen Wealth Radio. You can find us on Instagram at Team Wealth, or you can call our 1-800 number. It's one 855 We'll be back very shortly to hear more of Cookie's story. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we're just talking to Cookie Lowe, the very first pilot, female pilot in South Africa. And she was just telling us a little bit about how she went for her pilot's license after falling absolutely in love with uh, flying for the very first time. So tell us what it was like trying to achieve your uh, pilot's license and become a flyer. Okay. I just want to correct something. It's, I wasn't the first female uh, pilot in South Africa because there, there were others. I was the first female airline pilot and airline flight, okay. flight instructor. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, I did, uh, this was back in the 70s. I mean, I did a home study course. I worked like crazy and with the help from my instructor to try and, uh, you know, get myself ready for the exam. And then I went up and I did um, a week sort of crash course to get myself ready. And I felt quite confident. And when I walked into the exam, and I saw the questions. I mean, I literally didn't even understand some of the questions, never mind knowing the answers. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I, I was devastated. I mean, I walked out of there and I knew I had failed. I just knew I had failed. And um, I mean, lots of people fail exams is probably not a big deal. But for me, it was like everything was crumbling down. And, you know, all these fears that come up when, when you fail at something, you know, like, how can you even think that you can do this? You, didn't have, you don't have any schooling. You know, all these very positive self-talk we give ourselves when we fail hopelessly at something. And um, when I flew back to, to Wafish Bay, where I was living at the time, you know, my family and friends said, oh, you know, why don't you just forget about it? Just enjoy the flying. And why would you want to, you know, get your commercial license? And I said to myself, I'm going to get this. I'm going to do it. And I'm just going to do whatever it takes. And I went back to do a home study course some more. And when I walked out of the exams the second time, I just knew I had passed. And the soul and the excitement I felt about having achieved something that deep down maybe I didn't think I was able to was worth all the time and effort it took to get there. It was really unbelievable feeling of, of accomplishment. So 
So sometimes it just takes a little bit longer, but you'll get there if you really want to. I love it. I love it. So so you 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 passed you passed the second time then? Yes, I passed the second time really well. Yeah. And, and what what kind of preparation did that take? Like what what was that like on your mind knowing that you didn't accomplish it at the beginning but you were so passionate about it that you didn't care and you kept persevering because I know there's a lot of young people out there listening who have attempted something once and it didn't work so they kind of gave up on themselves. What what kind of advice would you give to them and what how did that feel to you at the time? Um. You know, it really wasn't an, an option for me. It wasn't an option for me to give up. I really, really, really wanted to fly. And I knew that it was going to take a whole lot more time and effort than I had anticipated, but I was going to do it eventually. I, I knew that. I just knew that. You know, sometimes you just have this feeling that, yeah, you can do it. Just keep going, you know? Mm, absolutely. Do you have any tactics? I, I mean... At, from since then, do you have any tactics when you feel like the world is kind of saying no to, to your passion or your dream that you use now to kind of push past that and stick with what you're excited about? You know, I don't share my dreams with anybody that I that I think would um, would squash them. Mm-hmm. And I think you often sort of you're excited about something and you want to share it with everybody, and um, and then people rain on your parade. So, you know, be very selective of who you share your dreams with and make sure it's somebody that will really support you in it. Because there are a lot of people that say, you know, particularly if they haven't achieved their dreams, they say, oh, you know, I think this is really, this is going to be really difficult. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I love getting cards and I, and I found a card once and I love this. And I don't know whether you can, guys can see this. And it says at any given moment, you have the power to say, this is not how the story is going to end. And it's a uh-huh. little card. I don't know whether you, oh, where's my phone? Oh, no, you can't see it. <laughs> but it's this girl saying, at any moment, I have the power to say, this is not how the story is going to end. So when people say to you, oh, don't think, you are the only one. You are the only one that needs to know that it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And, and Cookie, I was just going to say, like, I heard about your story a little bit from you and and, and from Brandy, and um, I hadn't seen, you know, a, a bio on you. I hadn't seen any pictures, um, and not at all what I was expecting when I saw you on camera. You're just a fireball, but um, you look like this sweet lady that, you know, would, would uh, be a crossing guard and hand out candy for kids. and. Yeah. You're just this fireball, and I love it. How long have you been? How long have you been actually flying then? Uh, nine years. How long? Sorry. Nine years. Nine years. That's it. And I know. Um, I had a friend who worked with an airline in Calgary, and I was lucky enough to be um, given the opportunity to to fly the simulator. Um, oh, and that was that was a seven forty seven, and I just about. I mean, that was one of the most scariest moments, and it was just a simulator um, for me to take off and land. Um, I nailed it, but uh, I was coming down, I was so nervous because I thought, oh, if we if if I go in too fast, we're going to crash, and the, and the feeling was so real, and I landed it perfectly, and the, and the, um, the guy that was doing the simulator, he said, you did it better than most of our students. He goes, you just forgot to stop going, and I took off again. <laughs> so I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> I wasn't going to now. <laughs> yeah, but it's such a real thing. I mean, all the training and stuff that you've gone through, was there ever a moment where you just felt like, this is overwhelming, this is this is too much for me? Did you ever get that feeling like you, you really might not be a good fit for that? Um. No, I didn't think, uh, you know, and also, I mean, things sort of happened in your career gradually. I mean, I, I got my private pilot license and, you know, it was, I'm, I always say I feel the most fortunate person to have been able to fly in Africa back then when, you know, flying was really exciting. You could do what you wanted. There was very little restrictions. Um, so, you know, you get your pilot license, you slowly get ready. And then I went for my instructor's rating. 
And, um, you know, th- that was scary, but I needed to build up hours because, you know, I, you know, you have to have a certain amount of hours. And uh, so I instructed. And I, that, to me, I mean, the first time was really scary when, you know, when you have to do some spins with your students. And, and I don't know who was more scared, the student or me. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, once you've done that, and also, I don't know whether, maybe some people don't know what a spin is, it's, you just take the aircraft up vertical and then push the rudder and, and you sort of spiral down towards Earth. Yeah. And it's it's quite a scary thing, but one of the things about doing that with your students is once you've got them out of there, you've got the credibility to to kingdom come. <laughs> and you know particularly I mean I'm five foot one and I actually used cushions to see over the instrument panel and to reach the other pedals and I would walk around when I gave instructions on different aircraft I would walk around with my cushions under my arm one aircraft to the other and I've got a picture of that in my book and that one of my students took and they thought it was hilarious but it worked for me and I didn't care you know whatever worked Oh, that's amazing. Well, I, I, I'm always curious about how people handle adversity and, and situations that are well out of their control. Uh, and one of my favorite movies this year, uh, not to take it into a, a negative spin or anything, but um, uh, Sully with um, Tom Hanks, the, the movie about uh, the flight that went into the Hudson River in New York. Oh, yeah. Uh, just okay. such an incredible movie. Yeah. Uh, and what he was able to accomplish in, in, you know, in the face of what they were going through. Have you ever had any close calls or, or events that you were just like, wow, I can't believe I, I was able to overcome that? I can't believe I, I have to kiss the ground that I'm on now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I had, I had one. One really scary incident when I when I gave instruction, one of my one of my students froze on the controls coming into landing, and but you know everything happens so fast that you don't really I mean you're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happened so fast, and I managed to talk him. I mean it's it's basically his because you, it's like driving a car. You've got control uh, dual controls, mm-hmm. so he's holding on for dear life, pushing the stick forward. I'm wanting to get the stick away from him and push, the, pull the stick back so that we can take off. Yeah. And um, and I don't know. I, I was calm enough to not get get hysterical about it and just said, you know, quietly said to him, "Please let go. Please let go. Let go. Let go. I got it. I got it. I got it." And eventually, you know, close to the ground, um, we he let go and uh, we took off again. Wow. But when we got back to the la- to DF Milan Airport in Cape Town, we both just <laughs> he was he you know he wanted to just kiss the ground and I I have to say I found very trying to do that as well. Wow. Uh, well, I've had, I've had some long flights, but nothing scary, and I'm so thankful for that. But you said something very interesting um, that you said you know you you can't prepare for it. But as a pilot and as someone who's flying, uh, you have to prepare or be prepared for things you can't prepare for. You know what I mean? So well, you practice obviously, you know, but um, but when it actually happens, it's still scarier than any practice oh, sure. you do. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of people in that situation they just freeze up and they can't handle it. So how? What kind of advice would you give? Like, how do you? prepare yourself mentally for situations that you have no idea um, you know in the moment you're going to have to deal with it and it might be something brand new yeah I, I don't know that you can prepare yourself for that I mean you can prepare for the, the event and what you would do but when you're in the situation I think you just have to trust that you can handle it mm, that's great yeah, Brandy and I do that every day on the radio, don't we, Brandy? This is very true. <laughs> we uh, we have a blog out that's called "You Can Wing It," <laughs> <laughs> and that's about that. You know, you don't have all the answers, but you just need to go for it and trust that you know that you can handle the situations when they come up, and that you are prepared for them. You know. 
Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, awesome. there's there's no way to prepare for some of the worst things in life, too. You just you just have to deal with it, and hopefully, if you're mentally strong enough, you can you can kind of get through it. But I love what you said about the happy jeans cookie because I think that's what I got too. Yeah. <laughs> you have to I go so. uh, to break that's one more time. Went, sorry. No, you're good. We just have to go to break again, and then we'll okay. come back shortly and uh, find out a little bit more about your story, Cookie. Thank you, everyone. We'll okay. See you in a minute. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. What is your purpose? In the journey that we call life, our values are pre-programmed into us before we're born. During our lives, we pick up life's lessons and soul connections along the way. We explore this path on Soul Sessions with Solstice, featuring hosts Delana Davis and Rita McRae. Our program is designed to help you more confidently live from your heart and not just your head. Tune in live for Soul Sessions with Solstice every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, on the break, we were just talking a little bit about how important passion is to all of us. And we're all, I know you can't see us because we're on the radio, but we're all on Skype together and we can see everybody's cameras. And it's funny how when we all start talking about what we love, all of our faces light up and we're just having a good giggle about that. <laughs> it's kind of funny. When you when you really find something you love and you rock with it, you can see it in your face and in your eyes. It's just so cool. It's like we're all, we all light up. <laughs> yeah. That's very awesome. So I know Ewan and his fiance Bronwyn are out there and have some questions that they were curious about, Cookie. So I'm going to leave it to uh, Ewan. Hi, Cookie. Hi, Ewan. Um, yeah, I just want to, I've got lots of interesting questions, at least things in my mind. Your story is fantastic. Um, I really like a lot of things you said that I'm going to try and touch on a little bit later. But uh, first, what I was really fascinated by is the fact of what it sounds like, how how rough your first time going through your schooling, I think, for your commercial pilot license was. Yeah. That's the one that you, I think you said you failed terribly. Yeah. Yeah. How did you, how did you be able to come around and figure out what you had missed? Like, it sounds like you had totally had a whole bunch of questions that you didn't make sense at all to, to why they're being asked or what they're asking for. Right. How did you find out? How did you resource and find out after that how to get those answers and that sort of thing? Well, I mean, just the questions that I had problems with, um, you know, I just did more uh, more work on them. There was, um, yeah, I think there were, I mean, you know, I thought I was ready, but I obviously wasn't. Otherwise, I wouldn't have failed that badly. Right. Um, how did you find in this industry some sort of, mentor who was your inspiration was it someone in the industry or was it someone outside of life since your parents weren't around when you're going into pilot schools did you have anyone that you you said that you you should selectively share your dreams with can you talk about anyone that you did share those dreams with that actually meant a lot to your inspiration or meant a lot to giving you support um yeah actually my first flight instructor was an incredible inspiration to me 
and um, he was very strict with the flying and and he always used to say you know you you I have never seen any I've never had a student that is as passionate as you are about flying you could achieve whatever you wanted if you determined to do the work mm. and he said that to me you know when we landed the first time after having been flown into the sunset he said to me he got out of the aircraft and he said god I wish I had I had other students that are that passionate about flying as you are and that excited about it. Oh, wow. So I think what I'm trying to find out from this is that definitely if once you found your passion to try and get into your industry and just show your passion because there hopefully will be people like your instructor who will identify that and help you out. So you just found, you found where you wanted to be and your enthusiasm just showed through and it was easier to find someone special to, to lead you through as well, huh? Yeah, and I mean, by the same token, I mean, you have a lot of people that say to you, you know, not uh, that make snide remarks and that uh, sort of belittle what you're trying to do. Um, I mean, actually, when I, this is really quite amazing in today's world, but when when the airline that hired me eventually, um, they actually had a questionnaire running in their aircraft for three months to see whether passengers would fly with a female pilot. And the question there said, if you were to show up for the flight of the day and the pilot was a female, question number one, would you assume <laughs> that if the company had hired her, she was as well qualified as any male pilot? Fancy that. Question number two, <laughs> would you have preferred a male pilot? And question number three, would you refuse to fly? And passengers were asked wow. this questionnaire in when they booked in for the schedule. And it was only one out of all the questionnaires that got back that said, I would never fly with a woman. A woman's job is behind the stove. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a, what, a, what a weird time we've come from. And, you know, to, to see where we're at now, we still have plenty of places to go. That's, that's pretty crazy. I really like how you talked about a focus, your, your life, you focus on what brings you joy and you definitely can see around you some people who get stuck in what you called your own their own story of I don't know you could say misery and stuff and what would you say to any of our listeners out here who are having a tough time with things it sounds like you have a stubborn belief in yourself that helps you get through things is there anything in that regard that you can talk to people that were listening that maybe can help find and help help them find to look for their joy or find a mentor or, or, or something like that to get them out of their rut. Yeah, you know, I mean, the most irritating thing is if you feeling sad and upset or miserable and somebody says, oh, you know, you should just find your joy. I mean, you just want to strangle them. But the thing is, <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, you know, you don't, I mean, you're not always in joy and you don't find your joy instantly. But I think having the determination to find what what your joy is about, you know what what brings you joy. I mean, I I always say my joy is my GPS. If if I'm if I meet somebody or if I find something and I'm really you know getting that feeling of uh, like I say I never do anything unless it's a hell yes because if it's not a hell yes for me it's a hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do things sort of by half measure. So when you see something, you know, just just listen to you. It's hard to explain, but just listen to your feelings because you always know when you hit some on something that that is good for you. It gives you that feeling of it doesn't might not be this overwhelming joy, but you get this feeling of oh, this feels really good. I really like that person. Or I really oh that what that person is doing is really cool. You know, then then follow that trail, follow the cookie crumbs and see where it takes you. And it might not take you to that particular place, but it will. if you keep following your joy, you will eventually end up where you want to end up. I love that. Um, I was just wondering, you're, you're a parent now, and you didn't have a lot of time with your parents to, to raise you. How, how did that affect you becoming a parent? And where did you learn your great parenting skills from, and how do you support your children's dreams? Um, I don't know that I had such great parenting skills because if you look back, you always think, oh, God, I wish I had known then what I know now. 
um, but I think, you know, your kids pick up everything from who you are, what you do, not what you say, but what you do and how you are. And it's quite funny because I, I as I say, I get the most fabulous cards for my birthdays. And one of them, my son gave me when he was, um, uh, well, I think he was about 10. And it's, it's, uh, it says, go for it today, dear mum. It says, at the front, it says, go for it today. And tomorrow, you may be rich enough to have it delivered. Huh. <laughs> and he was about 10 when he did that. So I think I've always gone for what I wanted. And, and you have different passions in different stages of your life. It's what you do with them that makes the difference of how happy and successful you feel in your life. And, um, you know, when I stopped flying, because I didn't have a, a child, I didn't live with my parents for the first 15 years of my life. Um, so I had very short time with my parents. So for me to be with my son was hugely important. And I get, you know, and that was my top priority at the time. So we spent, you know, I spent first until he was, I guess, 14, I was at home. And then I started another business. And, and I always say it's not what you've done because, I mean, if you, you know, if a sculpture would, would make a phenomenal sculpture and then he looks at it and he says, oh, that's beautiful. They don't stop there. They want to get, they want to do another sculpture and another sculpture and another sculpture. So it's not what you have done, but what are you going to do? I mean, I wrote my book when I was, um, how old was I? <laughs> 60, uh, 65. Um, and I mean, English isn't even my first language. And my son kept on saying to me, Mom, I just wish you would write down your story because you've done such interesting things and you think so differently to anybody else I know. Mm. So, Cookie, can you tell us where people can get a copy of your book and what it's called? Because I think there's some people out there. We have a lot of uh, bookworms like me that are listening. Some of our students, I can actually see two of them are listening on here right now. Okay. Just send me little it's happy faces. <laughs> they want to know where they can get your book. So if you could just tell everyone where they can find out more about you and maybe some of your social media as well. Uh, yeah, my um, you can get the book either on my website, uh, Cookie Co., and it's K-U-C-K-I-C-O, or you can get it on Amazon, or you can get it on Kindle. And the title and, of the book is? Uh, the title of the book is, this is Cookie, Your Pilot Speaking. I love it. Um, actually, maybe I can grab uh, uh, the Amazon link and post it on Teen Wealth website or on our Facebook feed so, and pass it on to those students that okay. are interested after as well. Sure, that'd be great. So I know you have to leave us on the next break. We've probably got about two minutes. I, what, what is the project that you have currently on the horizon for you? Because I know you're uh, always looking to follow your passions and do better and create more things. So is there anything you're working on right now? Yep. My book is going to be a movie. <laughs> and you know that that just happened honestly by following my joy i i had a dream about being at the premiere of my movie and i woke up and i was i felt so joyous and i just said to myself that's going to happen i know it's going to happen that was um a year and a half ago wow and now we're getting very close uh, that is incredible. I'm so happy for you. That's very exciting. We, I yeah. know we have to go to break in one minute, and I know you have to leave us. Kev, you and did you have anything you wanted to say before we uh, say goodbye to Cookie? <laughs> uh, I wanted to thank you for for your time. That's really interesting and incredible. The the grit that you've showed in in doing what you wanted to do. I think that's fantastic for all our listeners to hear for for anything. So it's just really cool just getting to know you and, and thank talking. You. Thank you. Yeah, great to meet you, Cookie, and I love your story and your passion, too. It's awesome. Okay, well, we're both in Vancouver. Maybe we'll connect one day. And I'd fly with you any day. <laughs> yeah, I trust you as my pilot. <laughs> Maybe we'll um, have a little dinner party when I get back to Canada. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, Cookie, thank you so much for joining us. I'll post those links. Um, just feel free to send those to me whenever, and I'll post those on our Team Wealth website and on our on social media links so people can find out about your book okay. and for all of us we really appreciate it we wish we could keep you on for three hours and get all of your little tidbits of wisdom uh, thank you very much and for everyone out there listening again you can go to Team Wealth Radio on Twitter and whatever you need to do and uh, we'll be back shortly to uh, wrap up the show and 
Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you after the commercial break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with host Thomas Rosenberg. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as Thomas speaks with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey guys, welcome back. We just had Cookie, the very first, what was she, Brandon? The very first commercial airline pilot and female instructor in Africa, or was it South Africa? In South Africa. Amazing story and and passion, too, eh? I was not expecting a five foot one uh, lady who looked like a grandma. She is so sweet and just a powerhouse, though. Yeah, she looks like she'd bake you cookies and have mints in her purse, doesn't she? She's so sweet. She's so vibrant. It's incredible. Absolutely. You'd think she would have got lost. You know, if I was a passenger on the plane and she walked on and then turned left into the cockpit, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. You're clearly lost. Isn't that funny how we stereotype and that holds us back in life? That's what I love what she said. She's like, yeah, I didn't care. I wanted... I wanted what I wanted, and that was it. And I, I wish more people would say that to themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, and I was just thinking while she was talking, a number of years ago I was flying from, I think it was Saskatchewan into Calgary on Air Canada. And this was, of course, before 9-11 and all that. And I had gone up to the, the toilet in the front of the, the cabin. And as I was coming out, the cockpit door was actually open, and the pilot turned around and he saw me coming out of the bathroom and he said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I was like, um, good, how are you? I said, everything came out all right, so I'm happy. <laughs> like, uh, I didn't know why he wanted to have this chat with me. And he goes, oh, yeah, no, cool. He goes, you want to come up and sit down? I was like, um, yeah, sure, can I? And he said, yeah, come on up. So I was hanging out in the cockpit and this was like the most random experience and um and they're showing me all these different things up there. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then the um, flight attendant came up and she goes, uh, yeah, we're going to get ready to, to begin our descent. So I need you to go back to your uh, seat. And I said, oh, okay, well, thanks so much, guys. It was really nice to meet you. And thanks for the little tour and everything. It's very cool. And the pilot goes, did you want to stay for landing? And I said, um, yeah, can I? And he, he looks at the flight attendant and he goes, yeah, he's just going to stay. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So she locks up the cockpit door and goes goes away, and he puts down the jump seat, and I get to sit there at belt in. And it was the most incredible. And you and I, and and you and I, I think, too, we've all flown a ton, right? But this was by far the most unique experience I've ever had. And I'm sitting there, and, 
you know, the window's only like five feet away and we break through the clouds and then all of us, all of a sudden you see the whole city and it's just absolutely beautiful from this and there's nothing in front of you. There's no wings to the side, nothing except for the nose of the plane, which is just a couple of feet. And, um, it was absolutely incredible experience for me. And I'm just thinking like to get to do that every day, like cookies flying these planes and seeing all this incredible scenery. And it's, it, that was an experience I'll never forget. The funniest thing was my parents were picking me up from the airport and it was, um, you know, the plane lands on the tarmac and then they just drop this, the, or bring the stairs up to it. So you got to walk down and walk across the tarmac. It's not like you go into the terminal. Right. And so my parents are watching out the window for everybody to get off the plane. Everybody gets off the plane and they're like, looks like Kevin missed it. He's not there. And then all of a sudden there's me and the two pilots walking off laughing. <laughs> they're like, what in the world are you doing? It was a really cool, cool experience though. So, um, yeah, just listen to Cookie's stories. I get why she loves it. Absolutely. I mean, when, yeah, yeah, it was, that was pretty cool. And I'm super jealous that you got to sit in the jump seat. I, uh, I got to work on helicopters for a couple of years in the Amazon, and that was probably one of the coolest things of my life. I remember when a bunch of seagulls came towards us, and I panicked. We ended up having to jump out of a couple of helis into the croc-infested water down below. So I know, I know that, that it, something under your skin tingles when you're that close to the glass and you're flying through the air going, my life is hanging in the balance. Yeah, that's what, that's, I think that's what most passions feel like. I, I know, I know there's a woman on this show right now named Bronwyn who has more passion than her little finger, too, about a lot of things. I, what, what about you? How do you feel about the show, B? Um, I, I loved the show today. I loved Cookie. She's adorable. I, uh, I have to say that the biggest takeaway that I got from her today that, like, I keep mulling over in my own head ever since she said those words were, like, be selective with who you share your dreams with. Mm. And I just thought, yeah, it's so obvious. Like, why why wouldn't that have come to me earlier? Like that's as soon as she said that I was like, you're right because there's so many haters and so many people that want to keep you down just because they don't have any drive themselves. It's like, I just, I can't stop thinking about those words she said today. I love it. Love it. Yes. Good thing to have takeaways. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's not often that when people say stuff to me, I really care or remember or (laughs) mull it over to be honest. So (laughs) I actually, I do, I always love to hear from somebody that can leave me with something that I actually know that will now, like, be part of, like, my thoughts and, like, my process. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and to to say something on top of that, too, it's something I've come across, which I thought was quite interesting, along the same statement that Cookie made that Bronwyn highlighted with Be Selective, Who You Share Your Dreams With, it's also important not just to avoid the haters, but avoid everyone else who just simply pumps you up just for the sake of pumping you up. It can almost give you a sense of achievement before you even achieved it. So it's important to have those role models who will definitely give you insight and give you inspiration, but won't make it easy too, because the biggest thing to achieve anything is to have hard work and determination and not to quit until you finally achieve all of it, every single aspect of it. So if you go and tell everybody that you're going to go and be a fireman or or whatever it is that you want to do, you know, people will say, oh, that's great, blah, 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 and you feel like you've achieved something before you've even done it, and you haven't done, you know, a looking thing to, to get ready for this. So it's, that's also an aspect that I saw from it, too. It's interesting how we heard the same thing, and there was two different aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I also, cool. Sorry, Randy, I also want to hear a little bit more about this uh, helicopter business you were <laughs> Oh, didn't I ever show you the pictures? I got a picture of me holding up an anaconda when we landed our helicopter in the middle of the bush. I and, just thought. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you what? thought what? Never mind. I just oh. said that to me. I was, I would like, I was like, what does she mean? What do you mean helicopters and like <laughs> the bush and like jumping out? How are we missing out on all of this with just a few minutes left? <laughs> Ronwin, that that's just what Brandy calls Tuesday afternoon. You. <laughs> little bit insane <laughs> no, that's uh look i'm telling you teen wealth was born because i have had an epic life i've got to travel 
and spend a significant amount of time in 22 countries where nobody speaks the same language as me. None of us think or believe the same things. But I found people that had the same heart and the same passion. And we cry over the same things, bleed over the same things, struggle over the same things. And we come together and love each other and have such a respect for the fact that we've stepped out of our comfort zones, much like Cookie did, just because it feels right. And there's something good there. And and that's why I love people. And that's why Teen Wealth is here. Because every kid that's out there listening right now and their mom or their dad or their teachers or their haters or whoever it is in their life telling them that their dreams are stupid or they're not good enough or don't follow your passions, do the right thing. I mean, I, I want those kids to know that you, me, all of us that are sitting here today hosting this radio show, we did what we're passionate about. Yeah, we still were smart. We made smart decisions, but we followed our hearts because when you follow your hearts and you're good to people around you, you can have whatever life you want. And that's kind of the point of Teen Wealth. And that's why I love that you guys are here. And I love that you step up and be brave with or without tequila to get on the show to, 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 <laughs> to air some of the BS in our lives because nobody's perfect. And, and I think all of our kids that are struggling with their self-esteem they're trying to be perfect for somebody other than themselves. All you got to do is be perfect for who you are and follow what's true to you. So, I mean, that's what this is all about, right? Randy, I think you have to start, stop giving away our tequila radio secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just works for some of our shy guests. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> you guys, we got to wrap this show up, but it, I, every time I get on this show, I don't know if we're inspiring kids, but you guys are sure inspiring me. And, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that Cookie came on, and I'm so blessed to have you all in my life, and I cannot wait for next Monday. <laughs> me too. Yeah, that, was, that was a great show. Very inspiring, for sure. Yeah. Well, for any of the kids that are out there listening, a big thank you from all of us that are hosting Teen Wealth Radio. Please tweet to us at Teen Wealth Radio. Follow us on Instagram at Teen Wealth. Reach out to us on Facebook at Global Teen Wealth or even just go to our website. And if you're not ready to reach out yet, just know that we're here for you. Uh, We're doing this because we want to inspire you and we want you to know that tomorrow is a better day no matter what struggles you're going through. And um, you can always call our 1-800 number, 1-855-866-TEEN, and we'll be there to listen. Have a good day, guys. We'll see you next Monday. for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.